Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power Podcast, where we talk toys and everything pop culture. I'm Ben, and it's great to have you company today for episode one, four, three. This week on Toy Power, I am joined with by Darren, and I'm happy to be here. And thank you for everyone for listening. Trent, uh, this is Frank. Well, hoy hoy. And we've also got some special guests because it is uh, Trent's uh, last episode. He's going uh, interstate for work for a little bit, so we've brought in a few guests. Unbeknownst to him uh, this afternoon, we brought them in uh, as a surprise, and I've got sitting next to me... Hey, this is Scott making his return. Hey, it's Davey, which means it's a Homer episode. And what was the reaction when Scott walked in the door? Hey. Just from memory? Hey. Davey walked in and like... Oh, hi. <laughs> I think you actually said, this place is within two blocks of a school. Why are you here? <laughs> court, court order says no. <laughs> All right. Okay, so this episode, we've got a vintage toy line respective uh, on Adam's family. We've also got show and tell, and then Quizmaster Frank is back to uh, mind melt our brains with another quiz. So get excited, and we're straight into the Adam's family by Playmates uh, by Trent. All right, it's retrospective time, and we are talking Adam's Family by Playmates, and I think it is appropriate with Halloween just around the corner that we do get a little bit spooky. And who out there, okay, we just have to call this out. I know, Ben, your family was watching the Adams Family film from circa 1991 this morning, Roll Julia, but who is getting the glowing camera look whenever oh, the camera goes on it? Yeah, so I caught a little bit of uh, the film tonight before the kids went to bed. They were watching it uh, while we record tonight. And uh, what's her name? Uh, Angelica Houston. Yeah, Angelica yeah, Houston playing Morticia. Yeah, Morticia. She's got this, like, every time the camera goes, she's got, like, a, her individual spotlight on her. <laughs> yep. it's, uh, they, they grease the camera lens for a little bit, and it's <laughs> yeah. got that sort of uh, 70s, 80s uh, TV glow about her. Like, it literally glows every time it comes on her. No, no yeah. other character. 70s or 80s TV. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's so apparent in watching it in today's... Uh, sort of viewing but I've never noticed it up until tonight uh, up until seeing it tonight so I just want to shout out the real star of the Adams Family film franchise and it's in fact MC Hammer because he did what? a song for the second for Adams Family Adam really and it to today is one of the best tie-ins of a film ever Right, this is a line that if you blink, you may have missed. But on the back of the Adams Family film that came out in 1991, Playmates was lucky enough to get the license to do a action figure tie-in line. Playmates, as we know, is best known for making Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles figures, but it also tackled a number of other licensed properties over the years, including such things as 
Earthworm Jim, Davey's favorite here, Toxic Crusaders, Dick Tracy, Wildcats, and Savage Dragon. And the style is often seen as very cartoony with the bright, vibrant colors and often wacky design aesthetics which means in many cases it makes for toy perfection. And Adam's family is certainly along the aesthetic that we know from Ninja Turtles, Dick Tracy, Toxic Crusaders, and all those sorts of very cartoony lines. Uh, Playmates also did uh, Skeleton Warriors, which is a bit more on the spooky side. So And Playmates were heavily involved with Playboy magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Okay, so little segue Australian, here. Australian Playboy man. <laughs> <laughs> little segue here. My very first, as many of the Toy Power listeners will know, my very first Playboy retro, sense. you know, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> my very first action figure line that I collected was Dick Tracy by Playmates. Imagine typing in some of those terms to Google to get your search engine working. So it's safe to say you've loved Dick for a very long time. <laughs> what? It's a valid question. It's, it's a valid point, and it is true. So um, what we're talking about today is the Adams Family, and it did get an animated television series in 1992 off the back of the popularity of the movie. The first lineup we got was six figures, and the six figures didn't actually complete the Adams family. If we do pass around, we do. I do have a Gomez that is mint on card floating around, and we'll just shoot that across here. Not for long when Davey gets. Yeah, there. no, we'll, we'll crack it's that now open. Now loose crack it, and crack almost it. complete. But we did get. This is one of those cases where you don't stop it. <laughs> This is one of those cases where you do get all the figures, even the proposed figures, that never made it and never got released. So we did, in fact, get a number of figures, but not all of them. The most notable omission being Wednesday. She was going to be sort of the the next up-and-coming figure that never got released. There was a cousin, It, that was fully... Had the whole hair, hair, had the real hair. And there was a... I don't know about this, but... These figures were all in the sort of 5.5-inch scale, but they were going to propose to put almost like a real hand size thing in there as well with articulated finger action. I just didn't get why you would put a massive hand in this line. Davey? Yeah, I don't know much about putting hands anywhere, but yeah. Um, was... The thing not just like a inbox with another character. Well, exactly. Thing came with every figure released in scale. Yeah. So the need for an out of scale replica hand just seemed like an odd well, choice, and it's clear why this thing never got made. It, it got buried with the ET. I finger, was just about uh, to say yeah. that. Hey. <laughs> Do you guys remember the animated series? Because it was done by the same production house that did like. Beetlejuice, the Dumb and Dumber cartoon, I think the Mars yes, cartoon. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it was all the same voices that are in like the Where's Wally cartoon. All the cartoons that I watched <laughs> had that one recognisable, because the neighbour in the Adams Family uh, cartoon was voiced by the guy that does every character in the exact same voice, almost like Brad Garrett with more recent like animation. So it was really good though. Like I was a massive fan of the films, which made me love the cartoon. Yeah. And cool. I love hands going into things, <laughs> much like Trent. <laughs> the the hand uh, wasn't a big hit, clearly. This line didn't last long. And for a lot of that reason, probably people don't have a lot of memory of this line. It does not go for a lot of money. If you consider this 1992 line done by Playmates, you can kind of pick it up relatively cheaply. And a lot of big Adams Family fans passed on the line, essentially, because... Mm-hmm. 
you couldn't complete the family. You couldn't actually get yeah, the Wednesday the figure. So that is, I know, Frank, you suffer from a little bit of this compulsion <laughs> where you can't complete something. You go, well, I'm just I not going to jump no, in I, at all. I can't do it. I can't do it. I have to, if, particularly if something like that, it's called the Adams family, right? And if you can't complete it. If well, you can't make the family. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't bother. I want to talk a little bit about the history of this because I didn't know. I always thought the Adams family originated by the black and white television series in 1964. That was, to me, what I remember watching as a kid, obviously watching reruns. I'm, I'm not that old. But funnily enough, it started as a single panel comic strip. And I think sort of to that far side, you know, single panel, far side comic strip style by Gary Larson. But it was done by a guy and, and uh, his name was actually Adams, funnily enough. I wonder if that was a, a reflection of his actual family or some of the thoughts that he had about his family. But it was illustrated by Charles Adams in 1938, and it appeared in The New Yorker. So there is actually a movie coming out, I think pretty much as of the day of recording in the US, so in preparation for Halloween. It will be in Australian theatres closer to December. But it is very it's an animated film, very much in the style of the original New Yorker cartoon series which I think serves as inspiration if you look back at those original designs very much serves as inspiration for these action figures and for the cartoon I could be mistaken but I believe Christina Ricci that played Wednesday in the original is actually voicing Morticia in the new oh, one. Oh, that'd be cool so that's nice cool. continuity nice tip yep. of that to yeah those 90s films and she, much she, like she went on to uh, star in Californication yeah, yep. so she has kept her acting role going oh, over 100%. the years. Mm. Yeah. Um, with like the Adams family property, like I got into the original show after the movies because it was on Nick at Night back in the day. But I always found the Munsters were like the better television show, even though it was yeah. so derivative. Much like um, like toy dog crap got ripped off by pop vinyls. You know the way <laughs> it's kind of a direct. <laughs> link. That's like the Munsters were to the Adams family. <laughs> Yeah, that, that is that is very accurate, some sentiments there. I want to talk a little bit about the figures. So we did get, if someone can maybe just pass me the um, the box here, I'll just go oh, through the, the roster, hey? You're too busy to get it yourself. I am. I, I don't have go-go gadget arms. So we did get Gomez, Morticia, Lurch. We didn't get Wednesday and Thing, as we talked about. We got Pugsley, Granny, and Uncle Fester, and our cousin It obviously never got a release either. But you look at these these cards they all had action features on them uh like they're beautifully done i think gomez had a sword swinging he's got a he comes with the sword sword swinging action lurch has the opening and closing mouth so very much they played up those action features i think even morticia has these vines that creep out from her sleeves just looking at the artwork i actually don't think they made a cousin it but in fact cut a barbie's doll's head off and just shot it from behind (laughs) like we'll we'll sort this out later um very cool and in traditional playmate style they come with some very fun accessories um, Pugsley comes with a almost like a bear trap that closes in on people. Yeah, some very cool things. Uh, Gomez comes with the sword. But yeah, they all, if you look carefully, they all come with a thing, uh, a scale thing in there. Granny comes with this pot stirring action feature. So some really nice features. But 
Frank, looking at the back of that card, tell me, what does that remind you of? Oh, it's Turtles, through and through. You've got the clip and collect in the corner, you've got the yellow cross cell, you've got the big sort of generic sort of artwork on the back. Uh, it's it's a Turtles card done in Halloween flavour, the way I look at it. Yeah, exactly. It is a, it is a Turtles card, precisely. It is, you think, 1992. So, Playmates, what are they hot on? They've done... I don't know what Dave's doing here. They've done, obviously, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Stop it! They've done Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 1990 comes around. They've done Dick Tracy. Toxic Crusaders is, again, early 90s. So it is very much that flavor. And I think it's a great it's a great line, right? Like, yeah. for, for what you get, very fun, very cool property, very fun figures. I think it's an underrated line that didn't get... Probably the the kudos it deserved. Do you think it hit ninety two, or do you think it was trademarked like a lot a lot of lines in ninety two and hit in ninety three? Because to me that would make more more sense because Adam's Family Values came out in nineteen ninety three. I think it came. I don't know the answer to that, Darren. I'll just speculate here, but I think it came out in nineteen ninety two on the back of the animated series, which debuted in nineteen ninety two. That was really its tie, and it was tied in to look like the animated series, often as they did back in the day to try and make it look like the cartoon. But yeah, surely you would have thought Adam's Family Values, which came out in 93, would have given it kind of that that push, but it never got that far. It was only in stores for such a short amount of time. Even really the second part of Wave 1 never got that release. And the animated series I'm just reading now was developed by Tim Burton himself. So oh, nice. he wanted this as a tie-in to what he was building with the films. Yeah, well, that sounds familiar, doesn't it, with his work on Batman the Animated Series, which was very similar. You get the movie out... You then create an animated series to kind of tie in around the same time as the second film. I feel like with Playmates, the one thing this is missing, other than those uh, obvious, uh, the rest of the family, uh, a playset, right? Playmates were very good with their playsets at this time and a, a big spooky mansion. You think of all the action features and, and play features you could do with something like that. That'd be Much amazing. like the Scooby-Doo haunted house. Exactly, play sets and yeah. Stuff. Yep. Or just a, ha- uh, a hearse car, you know, like yeah, they, that, that's they, a good that, one. Um, the... Uh, Frankenstein character gets around him. So yep, now very good. The future of Adam's Family now, and if we think back to Toy Fair, Mezco revealed their Adam's Family from their new line that they dubbed Five Points, which is essentially a line of three point seven five inch tall action figures. Think sort of what Super Seven's doing with their reaction figures. Interestingly, their lineup is again based on the new animated movie coming out in two thousand and nineteen. Wave 1, Gomez, Lurch, Cousin Int, Uncle Fester, and Grandmama, as well as a thing. Probably leaving Morticia and Wednesday for Wave 2. And will Wednesday be caught up with the curse of never being released <laughs> again? The, the film adaptation that we've touched on uh, a little bit will be released in the USA on October 18th, which is going to be a few days Uh, a couple of weeks after we release this episode, should hit here December 5 in Australia, featuring some of the voice talent of Oscar Isaac from, well, the very known actor who who is in Star Wars, Charlize Theron, Chloe Grace Mortez, Finn Wolfhart, our friend from Stranger Things, Nick Kroll, Bette Midler, and Alison Janey. And those character designs, as we said, will mirror very closely to Charles Adams's drawings from his New Yorker comic strip. 
that's pretty much all I had on Adam's family. I would rate this line six figures, low investment cost. If you do like your Adam's family, I think maybe with a new movie release, we might see a slight increase in value, but nothing drastic on this one. Cool. Thanks for that, Trent. Now let's uh, shoot it over to show and tell. Let's see what everyone's brought to the table tonight. We might kick it off with Darren. Darren, let us know what you've brought tonight to uh, showcase. So I have brought in um, Necker's um, Tim Burton, Michael Keaton 1989 tribute figure that they did in the 7-inch scale. This was released in 2014 at the time of the 25th anniversary of said film and was actually made available in the US as a exclusive that came with the Blu-ray of the film rather than being sold individually due to licensing issues and it's technically a variant in the line the first release or the official release was the video game NES Colors Batman and and they repainted it from that to get there and there's currently they've been offering a Tech Shield Kenner style Batman from the Dark Knight collection on their Loot Crate um, site so it seemed very topical for me um, to bring this in. And the packaging? Packaging was in the Toy Biz vintage retro style right down to the newspaper bio, uh, which was very nostalgic of, of that. Does he come with like accessories and stuff? Or he does. And he, he does. He comes with a grappling hook and interchangeable hands, which I did not bring tonight because I was a little, little nervous about losing them um, on the journey here or on the way back home. Would you call that the definitive Keaton Batman? If you're if you're a big 80, 89 Batman, is that is that the one? That would be one of them. Um, <laughs> it's hard for me to go past the Kenner Crime Attack Batman from nineteen ninety because that's reminiscent of my childhood. Um, it depends. Some people would like the one point um, four I, scale Necker figure yeah, or the Hot okay. Toys yeah. um, Batman. So I guess it's sort of like any any form of art action figure figure definitive. It's figures are subjective i think in that scale it is the best michael keaton version of batman we have got to to date couldn't agree more yeah and and i don't see it being topped too soon all right over to me and this is purely coincidental there was no planning that went into this but (laughs) i did bring in the jack nicholson joker actually from the dark knight collection 1990 this is sky escape joker it is when we know Toy Biz got the license to do the line for the tie-in of the 1989 Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson Tim Burton film, but they only had that license for one year, and in 1990, Kenner basically picked up the license to do Batman again, and if we think they kind of lost it after Superpowers kind of wound up, this is a interesting figure, and a couple of reasons why this is so fascinating. If we take a look at the Skyscape Joker... The body is essentially the same sculpt as the Superpowers Joker figure. Obviously, there's a different head sculpt in there, a lot more to look like Jack Nicholson. But one thing you can note is that if you think back to Superpowers, there was knee articulation, and they have removed that for this figure to be consistent with the style. The other couple of things I do want to point out, Skyscape Joker does come in really non-film accurate colors. He's sort of a bright pink magenta sort of coat. And he does have a blue waistcoat with an orange vest. So it is non-film accurate. Maybe Kenner thought that people had picked up the original Toy Biz style Joker that was more film accurate colors. And they wanted something slightly different. The other thing he comes with 
is one film-accurate accessory and one very non-film-accurate accessory. He doesn't come with a packing helicopter. The closest thing you can get to <laughs> replicating that scene is this little heli, uh, sort of helicopter backpack that he does have. Very interestingly, that backpack was reused in the Police Academy line on one of the villains called Claw, and it was repurposed. Instead of having the clip-on waist in the Police Academy line, it plugs into the figure's back. But just interesting note that there was some reuse on that figure's accessory. The other more screen-accurate accessory, which is a tiny little thing, is the long gun that Joker produces to take down the Batwing as it approaches him after the end of the parade. Very cool accessory, replicating one of the very fun and cool scenes from that 1989 film. The last shout-out I want to have is that one of the action features of this figure is supposedly dunk his head in ice-cold water <laughs> and it will change from the white skin look to the more human makeup look. We did test this prior to recording. We got uh, ice water, we dunked the head in, and Davey, I don't have to kind of go over to you as our paint expert on Toy Power, but there was no change to this. Doesn't work. Dunk, dunk it in scotch. That, that, it yeah. might, it might, That'll it melt might his change. face. <laughs> mine, still, mine still works, um, funnily enough, but I've never used ice cold water in my life. Just I've just used cold water. water out of the cold water tap. That, it's that's... too cold. Is that what you're saying? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe Trent's doesn't work, or maybe that, that's the thing, but I, I never quite took it to that literal card back. <laughs> Ice cold water. So what you're saying, Darren, you didn't follow the instructions. <laughs> Pretty much. And you know what the moral of the story is? By not following the instructions, mine still works. <laughs> Drop it in a vat of ace chemicals. <laughs> yeah. That Over to you, da- Davey. No. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't bring anything in because I've really been lazy with the toy collecting of late. I picked up lots of VHSs because it's a lot cheaper and I'm so space poor at the moment. Like, my toy collection room looks like... Like a hoarder, like, got halfway through sorting his life out and gave up. <laughs> but then to be counterintuitive to that, the thing I wanted to show and tell this evening, I recently uh, bamboozled a collector into selling me the 1989 stand-up arcade Ninja Turtles machine. That would have really made for the surprise. I still don't think I would have got the response that Scott scored, but I'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, oh, you're staying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I managed to uh, basically wear Frank down over yeah. the years and uh, through witnessing him murder someone on a dock, I now... <laughs> Money has not changed hands yet, but I am the proud owner of the 89 stand-up Konami coin-operated four machine. Four-player. Four wow. Two buttons, Deluxe. so it yep. cannot be swapped out with like your Raspberry Pi, like what everyone does. Um, I, down the track, will probably chase some of the artwork that isn't on the side panelling and stuff. Mm. But there's nothing like not collecting for ages because you don't have room. And then banking that not having room for so long that you suddenly decide to get something massive. I'm just going to say, I'm glad you got something compact. Uh, Yeah, that that was the way to go, man. Yeah, so thanks heaps for that, Frank. No worries. To be and Frank speaking right now, this is the first I've heard of. No, no, this this has been agreed on. To be respectable, um, I have given the option, I'm going to say it now so it's in recorded, (laughs) If Frank ever wanted to buy it back, I would, in fact, sell it back to him for what I'm paying because... <laughs> Double. This, no, no, this is a grail item. Now, yeah. it won't be in Australian dollars, but still... <laughs> it'll, be, 
Bitcoin. No, but I'm stoked with that. Obviously, I couldn't bring it in to show you guys, but I believe most of you have seen it at Frank's house. We certainly have. Yeah. Um, it couldn't go to a more deserving partner. <laughs> Frank's meant to say that. You, you just step oh, back. Okay. We've, we've scripted it for him to say that. Right. Yeah. Speaking of the Turtles Arcade game, I just wanted to mention very quickly, Game Room Essentials have moved to their new location, 156 Commercial Road, Salisbury. So for people that um, are in the Adelaide region, Game Room Essentials are really worth checking out. Trent, Ben, and myself did it a few years back, and pre-toy power days, yeah. pre-toy yeah. power days, and you know we'd love to get there and do it again one day. But lots of arcade games, lots of retro um, pinball machines as well. Um, great time to have by all, and um, you know, could be good research for Davey to sort of get out there and see one working and. And you know, um, see the panels and see all that sort of stuff, and get a. <laughs> do I do not understand what you panels. don't have. Here's, here's something that you need to get. Are you picturing me at home standing behind the cabinet <laughs> where there's no buttons? I'm like, huh, this is a bit anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but also the other thing that I wanted. Obviously, I have my own podcast that you guys are so lovely to always shout out. Shout out to all the US listeners we get from you guys because seriously, <laughs> we love it. Um. I've got to say a shout out to King Kaiju Collectibles, good friend of the show, yeah. both shows. Absolutely. Uh, he recently scored me something that's not toy related, but I wanted to throw it in anyway because it's film related. He managed to get me six joined chairs from what we believe is the Ozone Cinema from Glenelg from like circa 1960s. Wow. So it's six cinema chairs in like white oh. uh, leather and they're all in good condition. The drums haven't caved in or anything. They're mounted two rows of three so it's road j which funnily enough is where i sit now at cinemas <laughs> in my uh, trench coat nothing else but <laughs> honestly it is such a cool thing to have and when yeah. i eventually set up my mega toy room well slash video shop down the line <laughs> they will be heavily featured and also perfect um seating for a home cinema too yeah and yeah. extending an invite we have the barbecues at my house every summer it will now be a outdoor cinema. Nice. So let's get into it. Awesome. Sounds good. You know what would be so cool to, to watch? Oh, no, no. That? I've already cut holes in the popcorn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like the 1990 Teenage so Mutant Ninja Turtles film. So it cools down quicker, you guys. <laughs> yeah. What are you thinking about? The All 1990 right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film in your cinema with the arcade machine. You know, what What more could you want? Bring your own cricket bats. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, bring it to a more appropriate level. Oh, wow. Um, I just, just following on from what Davey said, just to sort of explain that, as you heard from the reaction, the boys here um, weren't aware that I was I was parting with said arcade machine. And look, to be honest, uh, I, I bought it when we had an old house and I've played it so many times. Even mates of mine who don't consider themselves gamers or, or pop culture fans of any sort, they were like, you telling me we can have unlimited lives? All right, we're gonna we're gonna complete this game in the next hour and a half or however long it took. And I've had so much fun with it. And since we've we've since moved house and sort of rebuilt, and I just haven't been able to work it into my toy room and it's in whatever configuration. And it's just been honestly sitting in my garage for the better part of, of nearly two years. And so 
uh, and Davey was around recently, and he was he was giving me a, a, a bit of grief over it, and I sort of went, Do you know what? And I'm, I mean this in all sincerity. If it's gonna go to someone else, it should be a, a fellow massive turtle fan like Davey. So. I'd like to stop you there. Stop making yourself feel better. You <laughs> have stuffed up. <laughs> you, it will be like watching someone take your ex girlfriend out on a date. <laughs> You pretend it doesn't hurt. I'm just picturing David putting his I'm arm fine. around it. I'm fine. It would <laughs> be like Mad Max. Uh, it would be like Mel Gibson watching Fury Road. Where it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with I'm it. I'm fine with it. No, I'm good. It's a good film. I'm just picturing <laughs> David with his arm around it when he comes to pick it up. Franks and people can't visualize what I'm doing. And maybe just sticking the tongue out or something. Just, like, <laughs> just to get uh, Frank that little bit jealous. This wow. is a family show, Darren. <laughs> Daisy, you could set Frank up with some weekly visitation rights, maybe. <laughs> Supervised <No>. visitation. <laughs> BYO, out, of the, out of the question. BYO dollar coin. <laughs> Don't put anything in the slot, Frank. <laughs> Wowzers. Okay. All, right. All right, bring us back. Frank. All right, bringing it back down. Okay, so uh, the figure I bought in today is um, actually a little Supergirl figure. This is actually from the DC um, Super... Um, DC Superhero Girls. That's the one. Thank you very much. Uh, this is only a little sort of uh, probably one inch uh, size figure. No articulation. It's basically Supergirl sort of swooping up from a cloud and, and sort of as if she's uh, flying. Farting. <laughs> yeah, possibly that too. <laughs> some people might go, well, you know, compared to some of the big necker figures I've got and what have you, why this figure? Look, this is uh, a bit of a sentimental story. It's going to get real here for a little bit. Um, we've spoken about this, touched on this briefly on the show. But um, a couple of years ago, I had a daughter. Um, she unfortunately passed away. And this in the... She was only four months. I'm not going to go into the medical reasons why. But this was her figure. And in that time, you could swoop this past her eyes and she would reach out and grab it. And she would follow this figure wherever she went. And so there's actually one of these on her memorial that sort of sits there. Davey's been good enough to pick me up a couple of, of spares because obviously being... Outside, the figures do tend to, you know, suffer from being exposed to the elements. And this is what started my Supergirl collection. You, you look in the room and there's, you know, Transformers and He-Man and Turtles and there's just this wonderful bright shelf of, of blue and, and red and, and the blonde hair. So that's my little um, tribute to my girl. So, yeah, not the most impressive figure when you look at the, the, certainly the cost and, and all this sorts of stuff. But, you know, we, I often get asked the question, if there's a fire, what do you grab? And it's like... I'm grabbing this because that means more than, than than anything else in that room. So, and and that's really what it's about. Is what this hobby is about. At the end of the day, it's about how the toys make you feel, not how much they're worth exactly. or how rare they are or or any of that. It's about that feeling of what does it do do for you? You know, for, for me, it might be some of the things you know my late grandmothers gave me um, yeah. for gifts or, or you know what have you. You know, there's always a sentimental attachment that makes it real. That's not about chasing dollars or what's this, what's this worth. So, but Trent, just... how do you feel about that farting joke you made just before? <laughs> Would have hated to make that joke. I know. <laughs> I feel I feel like Frank will when I pick up the arcade machine. To tell the joke. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Well said, Frank. Yeah. Beautifully. No, thank you, uh, well thank done. you for well done. bringing yeah. such a sentimental toy uh, in. Uh, Scott, let us know what you've got, mate. Looks pretty cool. So I've brought in my Sethroth figure from Final Fantasy Advent Children. This is an 8-inch figure. Nice articulation. Comes with the stand as well. He comes with a nice big samurai sword. That's like one and a half times the, the size of the figure. <laughs> it's, Absolutely. It's he, he's got some sort of... Uh, 
deficiency that he's making up for. He's compensating. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, it fits nicely in his monster truck. (laughs) So, Zethroth is from the Final Fantasy range of games and the movies that they've put out, and he is the iconic villain. Ben, you'd remember that from the quiz that I gave you? Yes, yes, I I struggled, Ben. (laughs) I was happy to win that quiz as well. I wasn't here, but I definitely won. So price point on these beautiful 8-inch figures based on Final Fantasy games, they are a bit more pricey. Yeah, so I picked this up back in 2005, 2006. It was actually one of the last figures I brought before I stopped collecting. Um, it was $50 at that point in time. I've got some of the other figures in the range as well. But this one is, this is it. This is the iconic figure. This is what you see on the posters. You hear that music from the game, that one-winged angel. All of you probably would know it. You just... Probably haven't Don't come across. Yeah. This is it. This is the figure. This is really what does it for me. And what? Who? Who made that? What's what's company? So this is done by Play Arts in their Kai series. Oh yes. Yep. yep. They do high quality. Comes stuff. in a nice box. You have got the window on the front there. It looks dark and gloomy on the box, but that's part of selling this figure. Mm. And are we getting a remastered version of Advent oh. Children? Are we? Is that coming out? We're actually getting a remake in March next year of Final Fantasy VII the game it's been a, a five year wait it's actually been on pre-order for five years now this game but they've got a date for next year they've released footage of the game they've got uh, EC3 and the Sony Consumer Electronics they've put out playable options there they're moving around the world showing everyone and apparently it's going to be three different games released for the whole story the original came out in four discs Wow. Four discs on a PS1. I invested virtually my 20s into this game. <laughs> <laughs> it cost me a relationship, this game. Uh, but it's going to be an epic release, and there are many, many people out there in the world keenly awaiting this game. Nice. Wonderful. Awesome, man. Looks wicked. Looks wicked. All right, for me, I've brought in Optic from the Masters of the Universe Classics line. Uh, Optic is a a new adventures character. He was released in 2010. He was the first new adventures character released uh, from um, Master of the Classics, uh, sculpted by the Four Horsemen. And he, honestly, he drew uh, my radar towards new adventures. Up until then, I didn't know of new adventures. I'd heard of it, but never looked into it any further than that. I I don't even remember seeing the toys on uh, toy shelves uh, back in the early 90s that they were released. So Optic was a, a, a eye-opening uh, character for me that, hey, this branch of the new the Master of the Universe uh, toy line exists and uh, why don't you go and have a look at it, so to speak. He said eye-opening. Yeah. 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 No, no, pun. I <laughs> felt like everyone missed it. Yeah. Nice. So... Okay. Uh, so, uh, Optic, as, as the boys are joking about, Optic is a essentially a humanoid character with an eye for a head, and that's all. It's just a pupil, and uh, it being a pupil, he does come with two different heads. He comes with a green pupil and an orange pupil head, and I believe the orange pupil is toy accurate, and the green is maybe more cartoon orientated. So he came with those features. He comes with a crazy-looking futuristic uh, gun. Uh, it was grey, and he came with a shield as well, uh, which was grey, which was a simplified round shield with a sort of uh, optical uh, ball in the middle. And uh, I've swapped them out with the weapons pack versions uh, that were black because I feel they look better with his uh, overall uh, black 
uh, highlights on his legs and uh, the purple on his uh, trunks. So uh, optic is a very heavy parts reuse of uh, trap jaw and uh, many faces, except his uh, whole torso coverage is a uh, new sculpt as well as the head. So they've they've heavily cheap, you know, it's a cheap figure essentially, but no. the four horsemen have spared no expense <clears throat> on uh, what they have sculpted and they've created such an awesome uh, toy. That was a game changer back when that Definitely. was revealed because a lot of people that were on the um, camp in the Master Universe fan community of I Hate New Adventures gave it a second look. As Ben said, for him, it drew him in and gave, he gave it a first look. But for a lot of people that had up until that point had their minds firmly shut on New Adventures, they could see it sparked something in their imagination about how it could blend into Master Universe and continue Master Universe and, and not deviate. Because I think a lot of the reason why New Adventures lost people was the scale differentiation back in its launch was just so different from vintage masters and little known fact about the figure uh trent actually bought one by accident because he thought it was actually called op dick and as he said earlier (laughs) he loves dick (laughs) mistake made but look i have to say it feels to me it felt very much to me at the time going through collecting masters universe classics that whenever the four horsemen were given the brief to do a new adventures character they almost had to step it up another D- level. Dial it up. To dial it up. Yeah. They were, they, you know, like, I think of things like we got the, um, and, and the, I'm having a mental blank on the name, Hydron, I think. Hydron? Yes. Yep. And it's like he had the double, the alternate head, the helmeted head with the visor that moved, then the Valkyma no, S. Icarus. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Icarus, which is essentially the character from New Adventures. had the jetpack, yeah, also known as Flipshot. They dialed it up. They go double heads. Helmeted head with moving visor, unhelmeted head, huge jetpack, super cool blasters that would go on the wrists and everything. It's like they almost go, people don't like new adventures broadly. There's a fan base, but broadly everyone wants original figures. They had to like overcompensate. Oh, overcompensate. Exactly. And they did it. And I reckon, I don't think it sold everyone, but it brought enough people in that we got. Pretty much, and we didn't have, never got the whole ones. I know there's there's a few notable omissions. Uh, Lizor, Lizor, I including Lizor, I, yeah. I so want my PowerCon exclusive Lizor to come out. But really, they did pretty well in getting us a number of even Darius. We finally got a Darius again, prototype from the original line. Never got released because they couldn't get the mechanism to work in the original figure. So so grateful to have a Darius. But what a cool figure! He's he's absolutely nailed. And he really reused that trap jaw man he faces buck really well. But it doesn't yeah. look out of place. Yeah. You know, in saying that, they were able to produce a figure uh, with um, not much parts reuse, but the parts they had to create, uh, they dialed it up to 11. And it, it definitely, you know, put new adventures on my map. And that's that character alone started my new adventures vintage collection because like the Dino Riders, I'll just get Optic. Oh, hang on, that Lizor <laughs> looks pretty cool. I'll get him too. And then, you know... I have to have a He-Man and Skeletor, and next thing I know, I've got a, over a dozen figures. So, yeah, uh, I just thought it was a cool uh, shout-out to bring something a bit different, and, uh, yeah. You can talk while the photo's being taken. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so I, didn't want to, I didn't want my voice being recorded on your photo. <laughs> uh, all right, and that's, uh, that's that segment wrapped up. Now we'll pass it over to Frank. All right, so we've got a quiz here. Now, no pressure, Davey. I know you're considered the master of quizzes here, but you kind of have to get 100% of these or there's going to be some serious questions asked because this quiz is all about vintage Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and, in particular, 
the variance within that massive line. He's sweating. I'm well, out. hey, don't need to point that out. That's, just, that's the sunburn from earlier on. <laughs> just the glow under the lights of the sunburn. Uh, it's part of my regime of 30-year bulking cycle. Uh, <laughs> doing really well, so shut your face. Um, I'd just like to go on record at the beginning and say that I win. <laughs> so I'm the first one to say it. So Well, it must be we true then. All right, so we're going to start with a couple of easy ones. We're going to start from Ben and work our way around the table here. So, question one to you, Ben. Playmates figures obviously famous for having lots of plastic accessories. However, there was only one set of Turtles variants that came with cloth goods. What are those okay, variants? Okay, you got Splinter. Uh, and variants are variants of turtles, not turtle variants. Yeah, okay, turtle variants. Yeah, Splinter the Turtle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Rat Turtle, yeah, that's <laughs> one. It's a group, of, a group of four, like, just, it's one, like, subline. Now, there's no undercover clues here. None at all. <laughs> oh, yes, okay. Und- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, undercover turtles. That's that it. Ca- yeah. Yep. That, that's the answer. Oh, cool. Yeah. No, you said, you said there were two. No, I said there's one. Okay, whatever. I, I, I now win. <laughs> Davey looks really impressed at that. Like, he, he's almost giving Ben and a like, I'm going to get you for that. <laughs> yeah, all we're right. all going to miss Trent, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Scotty. All right, so we love a good crossover here on Toy Power, and in the 90s, the Turtles were certainly no exception. Name two other big properties that the Turtles crossed over with in figure form. I was kind of hoping you'd ask me to just name a turtle. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I need clues. Help me out. Savage Savage Dragon. Uh, Savage Dragon? Yep. Is, is that right? That's, Technically, is that right? Because that's, that's a different line. I think you... That's no. It's quite a trick to, to the answer. Is, <laughs> it's quite, that's quite... Savage Dragon, Yasaji, Yojimbo. I, oh, I, yeah, I think you could pay that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking... Well, So, the first one that springs to mind is Universal Monsters. Oh, are you thinking that way? I'm, I'm thinking, thinking that yeah, way. Yeah, I'm yeah. Universal, I went to okay. Universal Monsters and yeah. I went to Star Trek. Yeah, that's where I went to. Yep, there's one more. So, one more so big... far, we've got four. What's a fifth one? <laughs> <laughs> there's one more big one where it had really big hair. Trolls. Oh, there you go. Of course. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> I completely interpreted that wrong. <laughs> so Star Trek was the other one I had because, of course, Playmates had the license yes. at that time. So yep. they went, we've got these two things, let's smoosh them together. And I love Star Trek and I love Turtles. And Ben, I'll just point out that that was Scott's question. Yeah, I know. He he, he, he was nudging me. He was like, wait, I know. I've got the answers, boys. It's Star Trek and Trolls. (laughs) Just just edit that. And Universal Monsters. We'll cut out all the other crap. Because I'm a big crossover fan. So that, I... I, Jump to mine. Well done. All right. Now, in the spirit of crossovers, Darren, Turtles took it to the next level by emulating actual real-life events. What are the two real-life events that actually became Turtles figures? Ooh. Yep. I mean, tre- Trent's uh, got one. Like Trent, he's got I've got one. one as well. Okay. So, real-life events. Real and, life these are, and these are variants? Yeah, these are the four so Turtles. One would, be the, strong suit. one would be yeah, the... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and funnily enough, landed on me. One, I'm going to say, would be the Apollo 11 figures. Very good, yes. yes. Yep. And the other one... I. It's something that clearly none of us here do, 
because it oh uh, you don't know podcast I, <laughs> <laughs> do you need a hand yeah i do the olympics Very of course good. yep i know another one. Oh, go on donatello as michael jordan Basketball, oh, yeah, the basketball yeah. one. Yeah, wearing a Chicago it's, Bulls it's, it's jersey. It's not an event. With number, it's a person. Excuse me very much. <laughs> Space Jam was an event that changed the world. And who was the lead in that? Bugs Michael. Bunny. <laughs> Porky Pig. I see we're moving the goalposts as all quiz you cheaters. <laughs> Some people just don't like losing, Davey, so they it. move the goalposts. The, the Cyber Samurai Wars. That was... Uh, every that was time, really every, every time I come on this two-bit show, it's like, Dave, what's the name of the colour of the paint on the bottom of the foot of this sector? And then it goes to Ben, it's like... What colour's red, Ben? <laughs> you guys are cheaters and you're not going to take me down. Oh, man. All right, Trent. So, beyond the actual turtles themselves, the lion features... <laughs> the lion features a whole host of different animals that were mutated into wacky characters. Which of the following animals have never featured as a mutant in the lion? So, we've got a bat... A camel, a cat, a snake, a moose, or a dragon? All of them. They've no. all been in there. Well, hang You're on. wrong. I reckon that's, they've all been there. That's the point. It's a trick question. They've all been in there. Correct. Correct. Yes! <laughs> yes! I'm what? glad to have helped. <laughs> <laughs> trick question. Well done. All right, Davey. Outside of the... This is probably fallen on the best person, I reckon. Outside of the original 1988 10-back characters... Who all received variants at some point. And all the characters only had one back. I've counted. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus points. Ding. Times ten. Yes. Uh, name five other characters who received variants of their original releases. Bebop and Rocksteady. No, outside, they're on the ten back. Outside so, of the original. Oh, so characters that were not on the ten back. Yeah. Ooh, good question. Okay. Good question. Now I can figure two right off. So the there's bat. a total of nine. You just need to give me five. Oh, is that all? <laughs> you worded the question telling me to name them, so I, in fact, am going to give them names. <laughs> so <laughs> Rodney, Mr. Bobblesworth, Stinky Pete, Roboto, oh wow, and Trogdor. Are you just looking around the room and naming nope. things? Nope. So that is a point to me. <laughs> So I'm thinking, can, can, yeah, can jump in? Yeah, yeah, so I'm thinking Mondo Gecko. Mondo Gecko, yes. Um, Space Usagi. Yep, yep. Usagi. And I'm thinking Casey Jones, because obviously Wit, Wit, um, yes. Turtles 3. Yep. And Splinter. Um, no, Splinter's you on can't, the you can't count Splinter. Yeah. Minus uh, crank? points for Ben. Crank? Uh, yes, I counted Crank. Yep. yep. So that's four. So you're asking for five. Five. There's a, so, couple, there's a couple of really... Big ones. Oh, uh, Tonka and Razor. Very good. Um, Zach, the neutrino. Zach, neutrino. Very nice. And so uh, there's my five. Yeah, very yeah. good. The other ones I had on the list were Triceraton, who of course uh, got of the course, show, yeah, the Shogun, yeah. Uh, and Chrome Dome, who got a repaint very nice. yeah, very late. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 Um, yes, that was all of them. Well done. Thank you. Full point. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Stinky Pete. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go. The figure that we did never... figures now. <laughs> yeah. The figure that Frank has to get now that he's found out it's a turtle. I will figure. swap you a stinky Pete for a scrap. <laughs> <laughs> Add some cash on the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll have to check with my wife first. And I'll um, let you kick the upright cabinet once before <laughs> I take it. <laughs> All right. Uh, where are we, Ben? So the dino turtles came uh, right at the end of the run. Yeah, can I just stop you there? Currently on eBay, I got uh, notified there's a uh, Tyreno shredder on, on, uh, on eBay right now. Missing lower jaw, missing tail, does have the staff. Starting bid a hundred dollars, and already Jeez. like one hundred and sixty-five people have watched it <laughs> and w- within the first uh, ten minutes of it opening on the eBay. Just crazy! I think All it's... those people with the lower jaw are like, "Yes!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Dino came right at the end of the run, as we've just said, fetched hefty prices. I want you to name me the five dinosaurs, dinosaurs are up. and yep. you don't have to match them up yep. to whichever okay. character. Tyrannosaurus for Shredder, yep. Ankylosaurus for Leo, is it? Yep. Um, and you've got a pterodactyl. Um, oh, I'm just thinking the other two. Uh, is it? What's that? What's that? You're... The Triceratops. There is. Yeah, I thought Leo was the Triceratops. Yeah, tri- tri- no, no, Leo. He had it right. Ankylosaurus was Leo. Okay. Yeah, tri- triceratops. triceratops and the the one with the big. Uh, cone head. He's got a. He's got a. That was Donatello, I believe. He's got like a a, a, a head. You know, bit, pointy. Yeah, pointy thing. I don't know the dinosaur's Do name. No, no. It's it's a it's a leaf eating dinosaur. Um, yeah, I know the one. Yeah, a, a herbivore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the name. Sorry. So there's a Stegosaurus for Raph. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> The one you're thinking of is the, the uh, it's actually the Pteranodon. So Pteranodon, it's the, sorry. The flying that's, that's... one with the, the pointy head. Oh, I thought it was a pterodactyl, yeah, sorry. Same, yep. same. Pteranodon. I'm sure, yep. sure Trent will correct me that they're two different species. They but... are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. So what were these? Were these, because there were ones that came with a little dinosaur. Yeah, so these no, these no, are dinosaurs. Yeah, they were cave turtles, yeah. Right. So cave turtles that were done in sort of caveman style and each came with a dinosaur. So, yeah. These were like ah. mashups of a dinosaur that had... You know, so so, so right. just, to, just to give you yeah. an idea yeah. for, for um, what is it, uh, $3,000 right now on eBay, I can go and buy all five of the mint on card dino turtles, uh, tyranno turtles they're called, uh, uh, shipped to Australia. So yeah. All five or just the All four? five. All five. And Jesus. when... And Honestly, when you consider that uh, uh, Tyranno Shredder goes for you know, upwards of uh, you know fifteen hundred dollars yeah, yeah, right now, it's probably a good buy. Right. So yeah. jump onto it. All right, um, I'll consider this a bit of an all-in one because it is a, a bit of guesswork. So famously slash annoyingly, some of the turtles variants did not feature all four of the turtles. Really frustrates a collector like me. Now, if you were to add up. All the variants from the entire run, or from 88 through to 97, you don't have to guess the number, right? But if you were to add them all up, which turtle do you think had the most variants out of all of their brothers? So in other words, I want you to say, have to this, turtle, this turtle no, had the no, most... Leo missed, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Leo missed one, right? I'm so Jim Lee Raphael. turtles... Missed more than one. Jim, yeah, yeah, more than one. But mm, That's the thing. You got some that didn't Mikey. feature Leo, but some that didn't feature Raph. So if you add them all up across the line, who comes in first, second, third? Raph R- first. I'm going to say Mikey because he's the best. and I'm going to say Mikey out. for the same reasons. <laughs> high five, my friend, or high Because <laughs> undercover uh, turtles, what, there was... Bad all four. Bad all four. Oh, did they? Sorry. Yeah, yeah I, I had some Minton card figures and I was going through, there were some sports turtles and there was like six done. Correct. So... I'm trying to think who didn't get them. I reckon even Don got a double. 
Did Don get a double? He got because he got the 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 Michael Jordan one, yeah, as well. I'm going with Don. I'm going with Don. Funnily enough, yep. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I thought it was Stinky Pete. (laughs) (laughs) Stinky Pete. Well, it's actually a three-way tie. When you add them all up, three turtles come in with the exact same number. So the loser, sadly, missing out by one. Was Raphael. Oh, <laughs> no, you're wrong. So there's more Donnies Win. than rats. No, yeah. so Leo, Don, and Mikey all had, 40, uh, had, even, had all 45 even. figures. When Are you, you counting the Giants as well? Because no. they had sports ones. Well, um, oh, interesting. Uh, I've actually got on here, for the purposes of this, I'm not counting Giants or the Minis or the Packing oh, that, that, that wasn't speculated. <laughs> <laughs> it really would have changed our answer. It would have changed my random guess. Alright, uh, who are we up to? Scotty, again, you don't have to guess the numbers here, but in a straight-up showdown between good guys and bad guys, if we're discounting variants, who had the most unique figures, the good guys or the bad guys? I'm always going to side with the villains. I thought you might. Yeah, absolutely. Inco- incorrect, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm always right. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, correct, yes. <laughs> so, for, for the purposes of that, uh, there would be like Usagi counts as one, but then Space Usagi is not counted because he's okay. a variant. Yeah. So, yeah, it ends up being the, in terms of purely unique characters, the good guys had, I think, 39, according to my maths, and the bad guys had about 26. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Right. So do we all just get to say according to my maths after every answer <laughs> and it being fine? I'm the quiz master. My maths, you know, house always wins. Always impeccable. <laughs> just ask Frank. <laughs> all right, Darren. In the tu- in the Toon Turtle subline, right? Yep. Each character come with a push-button action feature in an effort to replicate the wackiness of the cartoon. Now, describe the four action features, and if you can, which turtle had which action feature? So, Mikey had the the tongue? Yep. Yes, yep. correct. I was looking at the moment today, funnily, funnily enough, but not the action figures, just looking at them on... Did um, Leo have, have, have the hand, the wrist? The eyes. The, the eyes, that's right. The yep. bug eyes, yes. Yeah, the bug eyes, yep, that's right. I, I'm not sure on the other two. We had uh, Donnie had the spinning bandana. Yes, That's right. Yep. And there was Raph. What did Raph have? The tongue. Nah, Mikey. <laughs> Mikey had the tongue. <laughs> Mikey loved the ladies. <laughs> Please be appropriate. I was. He did. There was an episode Just where he got a crush on April O'Neil and he was kissing the TV. Right. <laughs> That was the film. That was, well, it's an episode film. <laughs> it's a TV sort of licking thing. action. I've <laughs> all been there, Trent. <laughs> what did Raph have? Herpes? Break fighting? Yeah. Oh, I feel... Erectile dysfunction? <laughs> Tongue? Oh, I, I think they call it shell dysfunction. There's a, there's a nasal spray for that. <laughs> I think they call it shell dysfunction. Don't call it a dysfunction. <laughs> Tongue, eyes, bandana. What else Water can they... Pistol? No, nope. There's got to be. Was there something so with it's his a pretty, wrist? It's was a pretty simple wrist? one. Like, yeah. um, I'm trying to think of another line that features it. Um, Erectile function. <laughs> You're obsessed so with that topic. Is there something you want to tell the table tonight? Look at him. It's his last episode, and now he's just going out uh, guns he's ablazing. He's going out with uh, um, tableside confessions. It's sitting next to Davey. There's like uh, an osmosis thing happening here. Think, think many faces, but not. His face changed. <laughs> so his eyes... <laughs> No, um, 
His bandana. No. No. Oh, his head spun around. Head spun around. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah I, I knew that. <laughs> Very long wow. time since I've that, used the action fe- features on those. That was way too much effort. All right, uh, day. Uh, where are we have to. Sorry, Trent. Other than April, O'Neil, erectile dysfunction. Jeez, <laughs> we need to put that one away. Thanks. Um, other than April O'Neil and her variants, name there were actually. Well, give me three female characters who received a figure. Irma mm-hmm. received a figure. She does go for a fair bit. Yep. Yep. Uh, the Venus. Venus de Milo. I said it. My no, point. I was yep. thinking that. And you were thinking something that rhymes with women. <laughs> Straight what? <laughs> and <The> um, <laughs> and and Carla. Yes. Colour from the Neutrinos. Yeah. Yep. Nice. I would yep. have also accepted Princess Mitsu from the yes. movie 3 as well. Mona Lisa, or I'm guessing you would have. Well, you said Mona We said oh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, what Venus did we say? was Next Generation. Well, true. Oh, yeah. true. Yeah, but I was yeah. thinking yeah. Mona Lisa. No, you. you <laughs> <said Venus. laughs> I was thinking Next Mutation. Yeah. I had. <laughs> edit that back into this <laughs> argument right now. <laughs> All right, Davey. There are only two sublines of variants that re- received. Yep, you're correct. Uh, received a second full wave of figures. So you got some that have, might have had six in them, but these these two line two groups, if you will, received two groups of four. What were those groups? I'd like to say wacky. No, it wasn't storage shit. Oh no, I'm still trying to process the question. So, right. so, so, so you got eight figures under the same banner. Correct. Oh wow. So like trolls. So are were they all two? Eight. Are they all turtles, Frank? <laughs> Which question? Those eight. <laughs> yes, they're all. All so it's it's. So there's no get, variants of other characters. No, so you get all four turtles twice, twice. within the one subline. I that, think that I know twice. one, but I don't know. And what would you think? That army. The, the army. The military right. ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You were right. <laughs> so yes. that's one of my answers that I was giving. Um... <laughs> The other one we've would actually be... already mentioned it tonight. Somebody shouted it out in another answer. Oh, mm. it's not something to do with film, is it? Maybe. Oh, the movie star line. No. Oh, part because, three. No. Yeah, because movie and movie three. No, they're two two different. Lines. Oh, man. two different sublines. Yeah. Depends how how you squint. I want to know <laughs> if you know the answer, Frank. I know the answer. I'm the quiz master. Oh, okay. And what do you think it was? I, I think the answer is Universal Monsters. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got one last all-in question here. True. Yep. <laughs> Confirmed. I'm feeling it, guys. Poor Frank tonight. Uh, We've just, just peppered gonna... him, haven't we? <laughs> so, uh, throughout the line in... There was small, non-articulated figures, or sidekicks, as they were referred to, were included with some Vintage Turtles figures. There were actually a total of 16 across the line. Name as many of oh, them man. as you can. Joe Eyeball. Louis yep. the Fly, that comes with the, the uh, toad. Um, you've got... Yep. Um, Donatello. Did you say Joe Eyeball? <laughs> you've got... What about um, the wallop- mosquito thing that comes with the bat? Wallaby. Yeah, Screwless. Screwless. Yeah. What did you say? The wallaby that comes with uh, Walkabout. Walkabout, yeah. Walkabout, yeah. Yep. The snake that comes with the wrestler version of Michelangelo. That's he's got like belt, a... No, no, he's got a belt yeah, and he's got a snake that wraps like around. I don't know his name. Jake the Snake. Five. The flamingo that comes with the giraffe. Oh, yes. Half court. Yep. 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 
Oh yeah, because he's like a gun shaped. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, the the um, what is it? Uh, a rat that comes with the cat, scratch the cat. Oh, yes. no, it's a pigeon. Isn't it a pigeon? It's pigeon, yeah. A pigeon. Jail, jail, jail well, rats are a pigeon. So <laughs> they was, are flying pigeons, yeah. flying bat. The rats that come with rat king. With who? No, no, they're the rat not, king. They're not really a um, yeah. entity in themselves. I know what you're saying. Yeah. That little blowfly thing. There's a blowfly thing that That's comes. That's Louis with... the Fly. Is that it? Louis the Fly? Yeah. Yep. yep. I don't have many, so I was looking at my <laughs> toys. Notice we didn't do this quiz in my toy room, where all the answers are probably sitting on the shelf. Oh, you've got the bulldog that comes with oh, the yes. Um, yes. Uh, uh, military. Oh, very good. Yep. There is hose him down. Don comes with like it's almost like Dalmatian. the precursor. Yeah, the yeah, Dalmatian precursor to Hotspot. Yeah, nice. Does uh, does Hotspot come with anything? Does he come with a hydrant to wee on? <laughs> Someone weeing on the hydrant? He just uses it? the silver playset one. <laughs> I don't think he does come because erectile dysfunction. <laughs> 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 it's called a... <laughs> It's a callback. It's topical. <laughs> Trent said that in my voice. I think we broke Trent. He can't even look at Davey anymore. What about the cat belt on the Rat King? Nah, that's well, not, that's that's not, not a, a sidekick. That, that, that's roadkill. <laughs> You've paid more money for a cat in your turtle line than any other figure, so all of a sudden we're selective, are we? <laughs> so there was other ones including... Uh, Monta- the three original turtles come with Donatella. <laughs> she, he is character. a bit of a sidekick. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying he's not one of the turtles in his own right, Davey. <laughs> Only when it comes to quality. <laughs> is there some of the military turtles? That I think we shouted out the the dog. The, yeah, the dog. Yes, yeah, the green yep. green beret raft. Yeah, was there, there is another one in the military? Was there a crossover at some stage, maybe with Orko and Snarf? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want to see that now. Like, <laughs> there's well, another the, there's another one in the military line that you talked about that you haven't mentioned, Mikey. Oh, the parrot. Mid midshipman. Midshipman. Mikey. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. And then there's one line that all four figures come with a little person. What about there's a deep dive? Hey, 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 come on, man. I'm in the room like a a little person. (laughs) (laughs) No one was thinking that. Uh, Are you actually scared of the joke? (laughs) (laughs) As as long as no one puts latches on their things, I'm okay. Um, These might not be sidekicks, but there was like a deep dive line where they all had like... Or Leonardo oh, had almost you know like what? an underwater, I, I and he came with like those. a little octopus. I don't know if that counts, like a little yeah. octopus Manta or something. Ray had a little uh, yeah. thing that killed Steve Irwin. <laughs> stingray. stingray. Was there a little <laughs> orange kind of, yeah, almost that's... like seafood sort of thing? I'm thinking I'd eat him if I'm buying a seafood pack. Sushi. <laughs> like a little with, orange thing with who? Prawn. With like um, Ray Fillet or someone. <laughs> Hey, that's what one, are you doing to that person? Is that the one? Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. All right, that, that's pretty good. Look, the other ones I had was the, the Super Turtles line. So Super oh, Don, yes. Super Mike, Rhino Man, and Mighty Bebop all came with uh, a little sidekick figure. Bloody hard to find, let me tell you. Um, the other one was uh, mildly racist Michelangelo or the wacky Wild West one with Bandito bashing, I think is the, the actual yep. name. And he comes with a little little cactus sidekick. Um, yeah, other than that, you guys did really well. You named named just about all the ones I had on my list here. Uh, oh, the other one, Rock and Roll Monday Gecko. I was thinking that. Oh, that sunflower. There's a sunflower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Excellent. That's it. 
Trent, that figure you were thinking of, the orange one, the seafood one, one of the turtles came with crabs. <laughs> <laughs> they, yep. Yep. Oh man, I've got my work cut out we do. this episode. Can we make I? this PG? It's going to be a masterpiece. Frank, <laughs> an absolute masterpiece. Just let it roll as is. Well, the yeah, we, I feel I think... like having Davey on the show just brings me to his level. Like, oh, I think, well, oh, is it? Oh, wait, not to his level. Make it sound like he's lowering you. No, no, no. no, no I, he's lifting just, you to his. It's so, a listing, so, standard. Re- rewind rewind a little bit. So we're, we're talking amongst the Discord in our private chat, you know, organising tonight's plans and things. And uh, Trent's like, oh, let's we'll talk about this, that, and that. And uh, ribs and beer, right? Just leaves it at that. <laughs> ribs and beer. I'm like, yep, cool, sounds good. Yep, Joker's awesome. Yep, lock that in. And uh, by the way, mate, what was the uh, ribs, ribs and beer, beer reference? Like, I don't really get it. There was no ribs and, and beer he's reference. Like, <laughs> and he's what, like, what ribs oh, and beer I, reference? I don't know. What are you talking about? I'm like, oh, is maybe dinner on the mind? And he's like, oh. I don't know. And then I screenshotted it. It's like this proper sentence and then ribs and beer. <laughs> so just, it what was, I, what it I was had gone pro- from, from days ago. Like. Right. I'll clarify. I said, I've, I think it was added to the run sheet and I've missed, I've typoed it. So I've said, I think I've added it to the ribs and beer. <laughs> I was attempting to write run sheet and I, I've been pressed for time. A lot of typos are creeping into my messages and my discord. So I, I did then go out to Hog's Breath Cafe and buy the rib stacker nice. and have a beer, but nothing other than that. All right, I think we're wrapping this episode now. Uh, big shout out to uh, Mr. Rich Rampage for uh, becoming a Patreon. Thanks, man. Uh, we want to see you on the Discord. If you're not already on Discord, sign up, mate. We want to talk to you there. And uh, we just have, uh, we've got some special guests here tonight because it is Trent's last episode for a little while. He's going into state for work. Hopefully, it um, you know it goes. Hopefully, he'll be back for Christmas or something. But we just don't know when he'll be back. Uh, pending on how work goes. So Trent, uh, massive, you know, good luck and things. Hopes uh, your accommodation and things is all right. Hopefully they don't thrash you. We will say one thing, and that is Melbourne, Lobos. I've never been over to Lobos. and I'm keen to check out the new store. But yeah, heading over to Melbourne, obviously for work purposes, but hopefully we all think of accountants as being maybe dull and boring. I know Davey, that's... uh, yeah, no, that's exactly right. <laughs> hey, Jock, <laughs> check out that nerd over there. I can't imagine anyone after having met Trent thinking that he fits the bill of I of sat the next to him and he did my taxes. Yeah. <laughs> These are all valid stereotypes. I know we've all seen Ghostbusters and we love the Rick Moranis portrayal of the accountant. <laughs> But hopefully, it's what made you want to be an accountant? It is, it is. It was a dream, and the dream did come true. But hopefully, <laughs> going to Melbourne to work on this work project, I will be able to exhibit the creative side of accounting. Nice. Yeah. Mm. So we all we all have our daily goals, and that is one for me. So thank you everyone for this journey. It is going to be a bit of a break for me for Toy Power, and it is a very sad occasion to not be part of this this wonderful experience every couple of weeks that we do get around to record but i will be back and i will be hopefully back in the new year these guys have it in capable hands we've got dave we've got scotty around hopefully you're gonna hear from a lot of the patrons as they come on as special guests i think it's gonna be a wonderful time Mm. and i'm really keen to tune in now as a as a listener to toy power and maybe a patreon i was just gonna say (laughs) um you know, feel free to hit us up on the Patreon. We'll, we'll add you to the Discord chat. What an enormous privilege it's been working on this show with Trent 
Ben Frank and obviously Davey and, and, and now Scott's joined us quite a bit recently. Trent's a huge part of the show, as everyone knows. He said that he's coming back, and I want to reiterate he is. So listeners, stick with us in Trent's absence. I, I say that, please stick with us. He's coming back, <laughs> I promise. Promise you he will be back. But I also want to say, I'm known for saying good journey. I want to absolutely say good journey to Trent while he's away for work. I wish him every success with what he's doing. Reiterate to him that just because he's taking a leave of absence from the show, he's still an enormous part of this show and what has made this show what it is. And we all hope to do do it justice in Trent's absence. No, thank thank you, Darren. Thanks for those kind words. That that means the world. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> Trent, good luck while you're away and uh, much success in building on your career. <laughs> Thank you, sir. That's lovely. Love, well put. And um, as you can tell, Frank, thank you again for the scotch because you can probably tell by this episode it I've consumed a, bit a fair consumed. bit. We're a little bit liquid, so which is what we intended tonight. And Frank, to thank be. you for the editing that you're going to be doing to this episode as well. Big, big shout out to Frank who has a hell of a job in front of him. Yeah. And we've also decided to give all the listeners homework this episode. Go over to iTunes and go to Dave's Video Graveyard and leave a five-star review or a one-star review and send me your email and home address. And if you could also go over to iTunes and give Toy Power a review, we would be eternally grateful. Especially if, you, especially if you like our show. If, if you're not so keen on it, maybe don't leave us a review. <laughs> no, bring it on. Dave's Video Graveyard is the perfect remedy for erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Five stars. Yeah. <laughs> and on that positive note, we will thank you for listening, uh, wishing our Patreons an awesome thank you for joining us and uh, thank you to all our loyal listeners. And to borrow a phrase from Trent, we'll see you in the toy aisles and until next time. Good, good journey. journey. <laughs> you can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review otherwise we just assume we're awesome we are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people want to learn more go to giantsizeteamup.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows well they're not more awesome than us but they're yeah. oh, oh.